Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy, and you're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I want to talk about how our skill set can be used in return to work. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Today, I want to talk about functional accommodations. Is this a service that you're offering employers in your city? If not, I'm going to give you a couple of things to consider and how to get started. As a professional ergonomist and as someone who fully believes that there is so much opportunity for those of us that have this skill set, I really feel that we're being underutilized. Often this is because we're simply not marketing ourselves. One of my first mentors told me this about 13 years ago that ergonomists are some of the worst marketers out there. Why do you want to market in the first place? Well, marketing makes the sale easier. This is the foundation of what I want to be talking about today. This is the foundation of what I want to talk about today because if your contacts in your city aren't aware of what you do, adding another service and not marketing your services is very likely not going to affect the amount of people that you help and the amount of revenue that you bring into your business. I have a really useful analogy to think about marketing, and you're going to have to go in this visual representation here with me. So imagine you're on a race, you're a starting line, you're about to run the 100 meter dash. Perhaps this is even at the Olympics, if you will. You're at the starting line, have you put in years and years of work and expertise, experience, taking the right courses, keeping up to date with the literature, and providing your customers excellent services. You know that you know what you're doing. So you've started this race and you have all this experience. However, not marketing your services is like stopping at the 90 meter mark at a 100 meter race. Marketing your services is the difference that makes the difference. So you have come 90 meters or let's say 90% of the race and all it takes is some simple marketing to get on your employers that you want to work with radar. However, if you don't do this, that extra 10%, you're not going to finish the race. Very likely, you're not going to find clients that you want to work with and bring in that revenue that you desire in your business. Marketing your services is so important. And that's the reason why I developed my signature program, Accelerate. Accelerate gives you the skills, the tools, and resources, not to mention an excellent 
community of like-minded ergonomics consultants from around the world so that you can focus on executing your marketing strategy. I know that we can get caught in the weeds of learning how to do marketing in 2021 or beyond, but if you're not executing on simple marketing fundamentals that I show you how to do in this program and gives you the support, then you are just like that runner in the Olympics, stopping at 90 meters without fully realizing the opportunity and potential that you have for all those years of experience. I'm so happy to be opening an enrollment to Accelerate on June 28th, 2021. That's June 28th, 2021. If you have not yet joined the waitlist, head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo to join the waitlist so that you can be the first to know when I open enrollment. It's only going to be open for four days and I only open enrollment four times a year. So if you miss this chance to come in, you're going to have to wait until the end of quarter three, 2021. So let's talk about functional accommodation forms. Have you ever heard of this? Have you ever used functional accommodation in your career thus far? Well, I believe it's something that's aligned with our experience and it can add another valuable service that our clients desire and quite frankly that they need, even though they may not need it, know it so far. And that's where marketing comes in. The benefit of functional accommodations and your services is that it accelerates return to work from compensable and non-compensable injuries. It's a safe return to work. And if you know anything about me, that I was doing disability case management for an entire year because I thought there would be such an opportunity to enroll, involve ergonomics. There was an opportunity to involve ergonomics, and I saw that clearly. And, and knowing this back end and how important this is was a useful outcome that I received. However, I also realized that case management and managing disabilities takes all of your time. That's something that we really need to be aware of because the need is out there, but communicated in a way that an employer understands is very useful to this process. What we're doing with functional accommodations is that we are after something called a safe and timely return to work. Safe in regards to the worker's functional abilities matching the demands of the job. Timely because we want the length of time to be as efficient as possible to achieve return to work. We're talking about the claim duration here and return to work. What this means is that we want initially any sort of accommodated duties, but finally we want to return that person back to their pre-injury um, job or some sort of suitable duties that match with their functional capabilities. Your role in this is that you are a translator between any physical restrictions or functional limitations of that employee and their normal job. The philosophy of these types of stay at work programs is that employers proactively help injured workers stay at work or return to productive work 
and safe work when physically possible. Because injured workers can safely perform productive work during the process of recovery. It's often said that in the literature, and I full heartedly believe this, that it's best for that employee to be back to work and have all of those relationships to help them get through the injury and provide meaningful work. And it's also very good for the employer because it can stop the duration of the claim if it's a time loss claim and get that person back to meaningful work as well. As an ergonomics consultant, you may need to set up a process for your client. And there's an opportunity there, of course, because that is another service that you can be offering in the value ladder, like I like to refer to, services that we can provide for our employers. Now, the ideal return to work process is that a compensable or non-compensable injury occurs. You know, we hope that it doesn't, but it can occur. The employee calls or emails the supervisor, the manager, human resources, etc., whoever that contact person is, to inform them of the injury and whether they're coming into work. Human resources will send um, to the treating practitioner either with or without a functional accommodation form. The employer usually pays for the functional accommodation form. Now, this is the really cool thing about Accelerate. I am putting the finishing touches on a functional accommodation form that you can use as an ergonomic consultant to help set up this ideal return to work process. So that employer can give your functional accommodation form to their training practitioner or whoever that employee's training practitioner is. There's no personal medical information on this, just functional information that you can use to help in the return to work process. So the training practitioner completes the functional accommodation form. From that form, you, as an ergonomic consultant, can determine safe and appropriate work. Because what that training practitioner is doing, whether or not they do a functional abilities evaluation or they have the equipment at the training practitioner's clinic, is that they are measuring that person's physical capabilities, how much they can push, how much they can pull, stand, how long they can sit, how long they can walk for, including, very important, especially for manual jobs, how much weight they can handle from the floor to waist, waist to shoulder, and above shoulder, and any other physical limitations that can prevent them from a safe and effective return to work. We want to know all of that. Once you have that, all you do is translate what that person's able to do with the demands of the pre-employment position. So Flash Bob, there is another opportunity for you as an ergonomics consultant to do a physical demands analysis of that position where this allows you to hold up the functional accommodation form, so everything that person is able to do with the demands of the job. There is many opportunities. I hope that you can start to see the light, so to speak, of what you can be offering employers. From that point, you can make a graduated or a good, whatever you want to think of this, a return to work plan to incorporate timely updates and a progressive return 
to normal duties. And like I just briefly mentioned there, it usually means a graduated increase in hours. And as soon as it's safe to do so, graduated functional capabilities to include more of those pre-injury duties. Of course, if there is opportunities to improve the ergonomics of that job, so that fit, maybe there's some things that is beyond what would be considered um, safe for a person to be doing, that is an opportunity to be looking at as well. You should expect to get updates of a functional accommodation form from that training practitioner every couple of weeks. When you are accommodating those functional capabilities for that employee, there's four options for you. First of all, you can eliminate duties from the usual job. You can assign another job that fits that person's functional abilities. You can eliminate duties from the usual job and add duties from another job so that person's functional capabilities are met. And lastly, you can assign duties from various other jobs so that person's functional capabilities are met. You may fall into a position when there is no match. Updated functional information is key. Accommodations may be required where other employees are responsible for work that falls outside of work restrictions. However, if this occurs for too long of a period of time, I believe it's not fair for those people to be doing more of the heavy work because that's likely what will happen from return to work type of injury. So ensure that updated functional information is being delivered to that employer. You don't want to put undue hardship on other employees for too long. It's not fair. The next thing I want to talk about are the types of services that you can offer employers. I hinted at these during this episode, but I want to get very clear on what you can be doing. First of all, consultations. What does your client do for injuries? You want to assist them with their setup of the process and you want to provide documentation. Hint, hint, just like the documentation that I provide to members of my Accelerate program. You can hand that to them and that will help facilitate this process. That's the consultation option. Another thing you can do here is a job demands analysis of the usual job. Most organizations may have these on file and if not, you can develop it from scratch. These are often called either job demands analysis or job demands description. It's the same. There's a lot of different terms out there. And what you do, again, you you have your force um, transducers and you have um, the equipment that you need to do these types of measurements, but you measure all physical aspects of that job in as much detail as possible because this is going to be used as part of the return to work plan. You want to make sure that you are safely returning these people back to work. Lastly, the last type of service that you can be offering is helping that employer find a safe and appropriate accommodation and make any ergonomic modifications. 
So for the office, this is probably going to be a new type of equipment or an adjustment or a piece of furniture to allow them to return back to work. However, what you want to be doing is have a timely review of the functional abilities with the accommodations until the return to pre-injury levels occur. Because if you, if you want to make this as legit as possible, every couple of weeks, they should be getting an update from their training practitioner. And to have a really effective process, this has to be put in place at that job. That's another service offering that you can provide as well. I truly believe that you should be offering employers in your neighborhood, in your city, your jurisdiction, functional accommodation services. And it's just so valuable. It's an objective way to compare abilities to job requirements. It takes the guesswork out so that the exact tasks that need to be eliminated or modified are known. And that person could have the peace of mind that they are doing safe work. It makes it very effective to manage musculoskeletal disorders, to make a progressive plan and have a graduated return to work. And personal medical information is not required. As I close off this episode, my question for you is, what are your next steps? Is this something that makes sense to how you want to do ergonomics consultations? Is it valuable for you? Is it valuable for the employers in your neighborhood, in your city and jurisdiction, however you want to state who you work with? If it is, I highly recommend looking at Accelerate. Like I said, there are the resources to help you not only market your business, but to provide valuable services to your employers. Just like the functional accommodation form that I talk about here and access to me and your peers who are all doing the same thing. Enrollment opens June 28th, 2021. It's just around the corner. I can't wait to see you in that that program and the trainings leading up to that program as well. So take care. If you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. And you can get started today.